0: guys, welcome to the Cultivate and Keep podcast. I'm Jeremy with my friend Corey, and this is where we talk about what we're learning, what we are studying God's Word, and what is new with our businesses. And today is the coveted 2022 year in review. We are so excited for this. It's our favorite episode of the year. Every year year we just yearn for this episode. It's true. We look forward to it all year long. (laughs) But we're a little bit late, so...
1: Yeah, this is our latest review um, (laughs) due to lots of foreseen circumstances yes but um yeah we're glad to be here Start to talk about it we kind of got to jump straight into business Mm -hmm. because we've got a lot to cover and do it maybe not that much time so why
0: don't you quickly recap this format and why we do it
1: yep uh the format comes from james clear we've been following the same format of uh what went well what didn't go well and what did we learn throughout the year so we'll kind of like go back through past episodes um think back on just what's happened throughout the year talk about anything and, and everything related to uh work life um learnings business family all the above
0: so uh i did a couple of reviews annual reviews for some of our employees this year and i followed Ooh. the same format
1: which, really yeah i want to tell you that yeah. oh interesting which i thought was like
0: anything about like, that you know because there's like a the standard format you can follow um and i really, this one's so simple so mm-hmm. yeah I did this one yeah and it nice. works really well because th- it's easy to plot it all in those categories. You know,
1: look at you—you're you're a suit now doing I know. doing annual reviews it's crazy. for your employees.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay, well, I'm gonna start since we need to go. So, Hit it. Uh, I'll start with um, kind of the main thing I focused on. Uh, our business wonder events uh, was an awesome year. So, best year yet. So, our goal for the year for revenue was seven hundred thousand, and we did just under nine hundred thousand. So, super exciting. And I think in that's, that's wild. In september we met we had like breached 700 so um yeah we well surpassed our goal at one point i was like man can we do a million <laughs> <laughs> and i think we probably could have actually i think if we would have really mm-hmm. tried to we could have but um we we were near the end of the year we were pretty selective because we had done so many events it was like hey like i'm very content with our earnings so yeah, yeah. Um, we were very selective. We turned a lot of stuff away. And then we ended up, we we moved to a new warehouse and we started moving in the middle of, of December. And then we pretty much stopped taking events. And so we probably could have done, you know, maybe like 950, I would say. But um, anyway, I'm super happy with that. But yeah, crazy. Man. So when we st- so when we had started and we bought the business, the The highest year they had done was 120. So that was four, four years ago. So it's crazy the growth that's happened in just four years. So super exciting. That's crazy. Fun. Yeah, man, that's
1: a lot. It was probably around that time too where like, October is, like, your busiest month Yes, mm-hmm. right? September, October. Yep. And so you're feeling overwhelmed. Like, you're not in, like, the let's go find a more, more business <laughs> Dude, every mode. every year, it's <laughs> so
0: funny. I go through the cycle of, like, beer starts. I'm excited. All these ideas. And then, like, as the year goes on, I try these new things. And once, like, September, October comes, I'm just like, screw this. i want to sell the business. <laughs> nothing new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kinda, the, what, that actually didn't happen this year. But, I, okay, okay. you know, I was still kind of, like, not wanting to do new things. Yeah.
1: So. You don't want to take, take on any more events than you don't have <laughs> yeah. to i get Um, it but that's that's crazy man that's huge super exciting i still think back to you know the first year and when you bought it doing like 120 140 yeah
0: so our first full year 2019 we did 252 and i remember that wow and me and connie just felt like we were ballers dude (laughs) it's just so it's just weird (laughs) Uh, like how it changes like it just felt like incredibly you know so 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 exciting yeah um and then the next year we did nothing because of covid mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then 2021 i think it was, we did 520 something to 525 mm-hmm. so man so i think that um anyway so that happened i mean i would say overall it's like a really really good year for um for us and really for me and connie personally it, really in terms of like work and business i mean every year before this i had been like the main one of running every event and being on, being on every single job and like really running the flow of things and you know this year having hired nate our operations manager you know he hand- he handles all of the operational side of the business so i honestly think that i probably worked like less than 10 days like actually out on on the truck mm, on events mm-hmm. like i think for sure le- for sure less than 10 saturdays but i mean i i didn't spend much time out on events which is really awesome um uh, i spent a decent amount of time like you know at the warehouse kind of like, helping out overseeing things but actually like doing the work on the weekends I mean, I would for sure say less than 10 times, which yeah. is crazy because, you know, previous years, it was like every single weekend. I was it was like 100. There. Yeah. Every, I mean, every, <laughs> more days. than that. It was like 200, right? right? Yeah. I mean, every single weekend. I mean, really from like Thursday through Saturday, I was for sure all day out there working. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times mm-hmm. Sunday. So that was a huge win for uh, for me and Connie personally. And that's kind of one of our goals, yeah. like starting the year, I mean, you know, while well, mean, having Jaden was, was I, I didn't want to be working weekends. So we achieved that and things went pretty well. So
1: Dude, some people spend like twenty years trying to figure out how to do that, mm-hmm. and you did it in year four, mm-hmm.
0: three, four. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super super wow. happy with that. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I think this year we really worked on building like a new t- like a team. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Previous years, and I think Nate gets a lot of credit for this because in previous years I was kind of just stuck in like um, like action mode, like really just trying to like get things done. I wouldn't even say like stuck in reacting, but more of just like getting work done. And so it's hard to think about, and it's hard to work on like, you know, the big picture, like growing your business when you're like caught in the weeds of it. And so having Nate this year to really, you know, he just focuses on like running the actual events. Uh, you know, it helps us to work on like the big picture. So this year, you know, we built a good team. So this year we kept, I um, mean, Nate's obviously like a full time manager with us, but we had another three guys that were both, I would say all three of them are right around, like, for the most of the year between 30 and 40 hours a week. of, um, So almost full time. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's five total. Well, if you count me, that's six people that are basically full time, which is really mm-hmm. incredible. And then um, we had another, like, about eight guys that were kind of just, like, part-time, like, here and there, you know, probably 10 to 15 hours a week for those guys. So, it's kind of what we kept. So, we kept with people working, which was pretty cool. And we had like, our company. We had our first ever, like, company Christmas party this year, mm. which was awesome. <laughs> and we invited people, and like, their their spouses, their kids, and kind of their families, you know. We had a couple guys that work for us that are a little bit older, have a couple kids, whatever. And so, they all came. We had dinner. And it was really cool. We gave out some awards. You know, we uh, gave out gifts. We raffled off air pods like you know give some things away it's really fun so it was like cool to like have like a company party mm-hmm. like i've mm-hmm. always wanted to do one and i felt like we could do it this year so we did it so
1: dude you have like a you have a fun. strong michael scott vibe i could see you like <laughs> doing the dundies at a chill. someone
0: did <laughs> <laughs> someone uh matt Coolcheck, dude like four years ago uh got me the uh, world's best boss coffee oh bar. That's perfect. it's in my office i still have it so <laughs> um so that was that was a big win for the business this year was kind of the team atmosphere um another big thing is when it's, this happened in middle of December, summer but we uh, moved to a new warehouse which is super super mm-hmm. exciting so this is like a big deal because before this we've been in a we've, we've had about three thousand square feet and it's purely industrial space i think you've been there so i mean it's um the it, old one yeah yeah, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like it it's really run down it's like a it's it's a decent area it's in, it's like downtown el cajon so if you guys know we're like uh, the Ross 24-Hour Fitness, like that Starbucks, Urban Pizza. It's like in that shopping center in the very back. So it's not a, it's a fine area, but behind it is not very nice. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of homeless, and like the warehouse itself is really dark and really like just kind of dingy and cold, like not a warm, welcoming, like professional place. And so, um, and then it was, it was way too small. So that's one thing we kind of found out this year as we grew. Like if you're, you know, so we did 435 events this year and you know on the weekends when like when things are coming in and out of the warehouse they just get so busy and so like messy really fast so it was basically impossible to keep things like organized and clean and like you know how i like it and so that was a big struggle and so anyway this new space is it's about double double the size so it's six thousand square feet we have uh, four offices we have like a reception area it's a kitchen a bathroom it's like a nice like warm and like bright um like a big good size warehouse so I'm so excited Um, it's it's been a lot of work to like move and get all set up and quite the investment to do it all but um, I'm super excited about it Um, we were we were looking to buy a place and we ended up not buying it so we leased this place for five years and so that's kind of it's not I'm not bummed about that but I don't know I kind of I talk with you I kind of go back and forth about it I mean to buy a commercial building is you need a lot of money up front and then your payment Mm -hmm. is you know it's very very expensive and so um, we ended up releasing one uh, which is you know it is what it is, so we 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 looked at two places to buy, but they didn't really fit like our needs, and so ended up releasing it
1: yeah um
0: yeah. so that was a huge win, ton of work we haven't really really like, reaped the benefits of it yet because we're not really busy right now, but um for this year, this gonna be really exciting um man yeah, huge, yeah super exciting
1: i'm I'm cheating looking at your notes, but um i also saw you wrote down completing 435 mm-hmm. events that was a That's huge crazy. number yep. um but also i feel like so i just did some quick nap napkin math and it works out to be like on average just, just about, over two yeah yeah two thousand yeah. dollars per
0: but also in there which is included we did 22 which is kind of crazy we did 22 like free events last year really yeah so if you factor in like friends we do a lot we do a lot of things for free uh, for, like, yeah. close friends yeah. or like the church we do a lot of free things for when i say free we charge them like Uh, like delivery cost right so if it's normally like three grand of revenue we'll charge them like 300 bucks right Mm -hmm. so like (laughs) in that number is uh 22 of those which offsets the number so i think we're probably more like 2800 bucks um, Mm -hmm. 2800 bucks per event
1: still feels like that number has gone up over time. Yeah. so like last
0: year we did um i don't know the exact number like i think it was like 360 events roughly so we didn't. Yeah, we did more this year, but overall, we did some like, dude, we did some really high. We did one event that was thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah.
1: No, I meant like the average revenue per event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So,
0: but I'm saying this year we did a lot more bigger events. Oh. Okay. So in yeah, previous yeah. years we had like a handful of big ones, and most, you know, a lot. So this year like most of them were well over fifteen hundred bucks, two grand. So.
1: That's awesome. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's super exciting. And then like 2023, um, we have a good amount of like open quotes out that are pretty high too. So we'll mm. see what happens, but. Um, I, f- I don't feel like it can get, can get better than last year though. That's kind of like my struggle. I, I don't feel discouraged. <laughs> I feel like it was a great year, but I feel like just no way we can do that again. That's how yeah. I feel because, but that can't happen because we just signed this big lease, so we have to <laughs> produce more, right? And so, dude, you can do it. It's like a weird feeling I have. I feel like we had we had so many good jobs last year. We did like three or four that were like really <laughs> like high high revenue jobs that were pretty easy, like weekday corporate stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so it just kind of feels like we just, I feel a little bit like we kind of got lucky. And so I don't know, we'll find out. I hope that we didn't. I hope that like we are going to keep building. But another thing is like last year, my goal was to really focus on like growing and I didn't. I mean, I really just like, I, I, I did some of that, but I still did a lot of just kind of like maintaining and working on, mm-hmm. you know? So this year like, I really, really, really want to focus on like growing the business. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. I've literally just like taken what comes in and so right, right. Like, I've done I've done things to improve our business. Like we you know we've always improved every year, which has helped us to grow more, but like I really want to focus on like marketing and like you know, growing our business. And so mm-hmm. I think if we do that this year, I, I think we'll continue to grow. So
1: even if you're unlucky. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um kind of the last thing under events is so we this year we we like, we really add to our, our asset assets this year for the business. So we built 20 new tables, like a new style of table. We bought 350, like new uh, chairs, um, 150 of one style and 200 of another, another style. Mm. And then we bought a new dance floor and we bought a forklift and then we bought um all of our, like, we bought a whole like new, like racking system and all that. So we invested a lot every year we keep investing, which is crazy, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> it, it's, it's all good for, you know, if we, if one day we, we sell, you know, we have more and more assets so yeah totally that was definitely a good year
1: reinvest yeah. it's always the the harder part but you know necessary obviously for more growth yeah man what a year for wonder
0: yeah so a couple more things that are not under wonder um but so one of my goals i was, I was looking over like uh, my goals for <laughs> 2021 and one of them was to buy a business which is kind of funny but we did we bought one <laughs> you did it man we, we bought a pool bus- pool business so yeah it's exciting um we bought that November 1st and so it's, st- it's still like brand new yeah, so I'm yeah super excited about that for this year got a lot of ideas of ways to grow it um overall reading well, I did not make a list of the books that I read but reading did go much better than it did last year which yep. is awesome um and mm-hmm. then my last thing would be being a dad dude being a dad is awesome <laughs> I really love it um Jaden is so cool for sure the coolest kid around um yeah, he's he, pretty cool. He's, he's really got cool. some swag. got a lot of swag on Yeah, yeah. Him. Which makes a sense. A big heart, too. his dad, yeah. Just like you. <laughs> big heart, small body, big heart, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude, it's really fun. He, you know, it's, I'll probably get to this later, but a lot of ways, this is weird, because, like, the ways that it's hard is still good. Like, the hardest things that I feel like I experience is, like, the lack of, like, I think, rest. Like, you know, you're just, sleeping is not, still not good. He doesn't sleep through the night, so he's still waking up throughout mm-hmm. the night. Um, But just, like, you, know, you wake up in the morning for at least for me i start my day like with him and i'm with him for a couple of hours you know go to work work all day and, like the second i get home like, before I can like wash my hands or change like connie's like here you go he <laughs> like, hands me him right and so like Thanks i have work. him and then like you know just a whole night until he lays down around like 7 a. and then <sighs> like, you came over today you saw it tonight right yeah. like yeah and then typically we hang out or i do something and like, i go to bed so it's like mm-hmm. every i don't have any like spare time anymore so like I knew that was coming, but I, I'm like experiencing it. That, that, that's like the hardest part, but in that, it's still like really fun and really good. Yeah, so, yeah, I love them. It's really fun, but um, yeah, lots of work. So,
1: man, what a year! Wags breakthrough year. Yes. 2022. <laughs> yes, yes. Man, yeah, that's a lot. <clears throat> it's hard to follow that up, but um, good luck. <laughs> jump. <laughs> Nowhere near. It's like man. It's it is kind of wild too. Also, just looking at like how different everything is now, especially different worlds, different phase of life. Um, yeah, just a lot of different like milestones. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to like add, maybe I'll think of things before then, like things to ask you about, but big congrats on the year. Um, what went well, it's a hefty, a very healthy portion of what went well the the past year.
0: All right. Enough flattering me, Corey. Let's see what you got. (laughs)
1: Um, let's see, I'm going to try to go through stuff in like a a way that makes sense. So on the swipe files side of things, sort of the online business, um, a lot of really cool things. Um, I'll get to some of the things that, that would, you know, did not go well, obviously, but uh, like in the, like December and January, or really this December of 2021, I was reacquiring Haymarketers, the job board that I had sold and basically got an opportunity to rebuy it. And I can't even remember if I, if I talked about it, the last 2022 or the 2022 review. Okay. So I basically like got it back in my hands, sort of rebranded as like the Swipe Files job board, um, got set up on New Tech, and then started marketing it. And it was going really well for a while until the job market kind of just like crashed and became nothing. Um, but it was making like $1,000 per month for about like six months until recession hit. And what was and, it doing before? Um, before you sold it. Oh, before I sold it, it was probably doing like a hundred or two hundred dollars a month. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: And you bought it back for four grand, right? For
1: four grand. Yeah. So I recouped my investment like almost immediately, pretty much. And um so that was fun. It was a cool experience, like reacquiring it. Got a great deal. Feel glad to have it back in my hands. Um it still do does like fairly well here and there. Kind of just like spurts. Um, not really actively going out and marketing it. It's more just like inbound you know, opportunities come a little bit of luck. Um, the partner that I'm working with palette, they do a lot of work on my behalf, which is really nice. Um, but this past year was also the first year that I had sponsors on board for the newsletter, which, um, was a piece of cake. (laughs) I don't know how to say it, but like, I can't believe that I like resisted doing it, but I'm glad that I did it at like the perfect time that I did. Um, at like, the stage of the newsletter being around like 7,000 subscribers along with that. Like my goal for the end of the year was to hit 15,000 and by January 1st, I had 14,975. So I like barely, barely missed it, but like I hit it basically. Um, and with that, now I have new sponsors for 2023, the whole year, five new sponsors.
0: You know, core that reminds me of what, <coughs> Back in my bonds days, <laughs> where are we going with this, dude? So I used to get, I would get, um, uh, I could get four percent commission, whatever I sold. Mm. But whatever I like, so the job that I sold, uh, for, like for like construction, like install jobs, and it had to it, the job had to be a fifty percent margin job. So oh, if right, the right. margins were not fifty percent, I didn't get any commission. So if it was forty nine point eight mm-hmm. percent, no commission. <laughs> Right, I think you know where this is going. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one, yes. One of my, as I was like exiting, like leaving a company, right? Like, as I was like doing my exit interview, uh, we went, we reviewed like my, you know, commission list for like the last quarter, and I had like the biggest job I had ever sold, right? Like oh, I, no. I happened to have been like the last month I was there, like I wrapped it all up. But I was like on like, like all time high, super excited. The commission came, or the yeah, the profit came in at forty nine point seven percent. No. Yeah. I did not get commissioned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's brutal. Yeah, I was Holy so natural. mad.
0: But it just, you know, it just affirmed like why I was leaving. But anyway, go ahead, finish your story. They remind well, me of that. good news is you, you I'm did my my own not boss. meet your goals. I'm trying to tell you.
1: But I still got the commission, baby. Yeah, but
0: you didn't meet your goal, so don't All say right. that I basically met it. No, you didn't.
1: You failed. I met my goal two days later, so <laughs> I extended the deadline for um, job, the quarterly. Hey, I did not meet quota. my
0: Twitter goal either, which I will get to. But okay, you know. okay, okay,
1: yeah. So. Um, that actually went really well because, to be honest, I was just looking at my like subscriber growth graph throughout the throughout the year. I started the year January first, twenty twenty two, with just over seven thousand subscribers. By August, I hit eight thousand subscribers, so I didn't grow whatsoever. And then I, Im- I implemented a couple of tactics, and since August, I started adding around fifteen hundred subscribers on average, continually. And now I still continue to kind of like hit that growth rate.
0: So like, what'd you change?
1: Uh, I started doing a lot of cross promotions with other newsletters. turns out that's like a game changer. So basically like when someone subscribes to the newsletter, then right after they click subscribe, a little pop up shows up and it says, Hey, you might also like X, Y, and Z newsletters, other newsletters that I agree to cross promote. And then that also shows up, like Swyfels also shows up on their pop-ups when someone subscribes to their newsletters. And so it's kind of like a rising tide lives all boats and it works phenomenally well. Like I was really skeptical because some sometimes like, you know, you'll do things like a, a sweepstakes, for example, or you'll do kind of like a, I don't know, like a cheesy, you know, I don't know. Like it just doesn't seem that promising. So I was thinking like, The people who subscribe via someone else's newsletter probably aren't going to stick around for very long. They're not going to be very high quality. They're going to unsubscribe. They're not even going to open my emails. But it's like the opposite. They're like really high quality, even higher quality. Like my all my benchmarks keep going up for like open rates and click rates and deliverability and all the other like fancy metrics that you want to measure for a newsletter. Um, So it's done really, really phenomenally well. And made it a piece of cake for getting uh, more and new sponsors for 2023. Um, so I think the breakdown, I was doing the math the other day, uh, kind of wrapping up like tax stuff. And I think that, uh, it was just about like $115,000 for the year in revenue for spite files in particular, not including any sort of like consulting or affiliates or, you know, regular sort of income of sorts. And, um, that wasn't, I think like my goal was to hit 200,000 in product revenue. So I missed that, but I think I might be closer at hitting that this year. And, you know, I'm going to say it's went well, because it's money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can't complain really yeah. about it. Um, honestly though, like the big win and um, one side of the coin, it's something I'll talk about a little bit later is starting swipe. Well, so, uh, found a co-founder. His name was Connor Lindsay. We started ideating on this idea about like a little Chrome extension that takes screenshots from your browser to like save in a swipe file for inspiration when you're making your next landing page or ad or email. And kind of like this little, like basically what started as like a test project to kind of feel each other out now is like our software startup. And, um, we still, still not generating like a ton of money, but, um, I think we're close to hitting around 3000 users Hmm. and, uh, We're gonna like do an official launch this week, actually, on Thursday. And um, we have customers, uh, we have a lot of like momentum with like traffic and um, getting feedback from the tool and people using it and getting close to uh, like even accepting like team accounts are gonna be like a game changer for us. And like, I'm in the game. That's like the big thing for me is like, I've been waiting so long to finally work on my own SaaS, my own software. And now I'm doing it. Like, this is the year. Actually, it's my breakout year, too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Corey. Yeah, now I know what it's like. Now I just need to make some money. Need to yeah. make 900 grand uh to feel like it's my breakout Whoa, year. Get
0: I, didn't, I didn't make. You know. I, know, I, know.
1: I need to generate 900 grand. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, I'll stop there and, and kind of pause. But um like, on the business side of things, that was that's definitely like the most exciting part of things. I really feel like and now, like, I've kind of like spun my wheels in a sense and juggled a lot of projects in the past and now i'm like okay i know it works i'm just going to keep doing those things that work yeah. and i figured that out this year
0: well cory it's about time man <laughs>
1: <laughs> honestly though no, that's I how i feel you.
0: no dude i mean i think that i always talk about it but i think for like the the ads that you do and the way that you make money i think that is so impressive so you said you generated 115 like on your own mm-hmm. like that's that's really cool. Cause you have purely created all of that by yourself. And yeah. it's not like like my business. Like I'm, I'm, it's hard to explain. It's like, I offer like a tangible like service mm-hmm. and you're like creating like nothing out of, out of thin air. And like, that's yeah, you're pretty like, much right. And so that's really, really, really impressive. So
1: selling pixels on a screen Literally, much. Yeah. yeah, that
0: you created and thought of, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: So I know it's wild. Yeah. It's weird. Um, well,
0: <laughs> welcome to the big leagues, my friend. Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'll go through a couple other things really quick. I didn't do as much travel this year. A couple of trips, like I went to Big Bear, snowboarding a couple times. It's been really fun, really into snowboarding these days. I went to Maui with Monique and her family. It was also a great trip. I went to Austin, Texas for the Bonsai team retreat as part of my new job, and commitments. Um, This year, like I, I wanted to do, I think the last year I talked about how I wanted to do more like exercise and get back into yeah. like more like sport kind of stuff yeah, yeah. yeah and i got really into pickleball i've been playing a lot of pickleball this year um you suck though right no dude <laughs> <laughs> find me on the course bro let's see what let's see right, who wins right. that one um a lot of snowboarding I even got into some mma towards the end of this year which has been a lot of fun
0: specifically
1: krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you call me mm, there day? Yeah. You're like, sorry, Scott, I got of a ball workout, and Connie was like, "Wait, what did you just say?" And she was like, "Oh, like inspired. Jay loves it."
1: So, yeah, I mean. it's actually it's really really cool. Like, I do it twice a week, and I look forward to it every single time. Um, it's really cool. I've been going to the gym also, like really consistently, like twice a week also, and so I feel good about that. I feel like that's a win. Been adding some muscle. I feel like I'm in pretty decent shape. Uh, i want to do some like more stuff this year and get into even better shape but like that was a win as far as like what i set out to do um also doing a youth venture shift again for the first time um it's funny because i started doing a youth venture shift at the south location and then a couple months later they actually shut it down and they're opening up a new youth venture that i'm hoping to do a shift there but that was also fun because like that was a, a big part of like you know right out of high school I went through the Micah 6 8 program, which is now called something else at Foothills, but it's like a discipleship, you know, small group of people that you take through like a year program. And Youth Venture was like one of the main things that I did. And that's how I got Monique involved in it. And I always loved it. And I hadn't done it for the past couple of years. And it is a lot of fun, you know, building relationships with kids and playing video games, playing ping pong. Um, destroying everyone and all those things. (laughs) But um, it feels good to like do a a more active ministry and like feel involved as well. Um, Lastly, books, reading. Um, I read 14 books this year fully and I even went through the list and I counted that I read about, about half on average, like a third to three quarters, a third to two thirds of like 10 books this year
0: so you read you read 14 and then 10 you ha- you read half of yeah, yeah yeah so
1: let's just say i read 20 ish yeah. something like that um
0: but why half like lost your interest or
1: yeah i lost my interest and or like it was really applicable to something at that time and then like i f- sort of figured it out or felt like i don't need to know anymore i might revisit it later or there were a lot of things where like it was a new book. And so I started reading it, I get into it and then there's another new books so and I jumped to that one. And, um, yeah. I'll get back to them and finish them all. But, uh, I read a lot of pages of a lot of books. I yeah. just didn't like finish them. Yeah. Um, a couple, I'll just like point out really quick. Some of my favorites, love and respect by Emerson Egricks. I think it was, been there, done it? that next. Really? Yeah. I, I really like that book. It was good. Um, highly recommended. Reforming Marriage by Douglas Wilson, also On my list. really, really good, definitely, um, and then a couple, of, like, I've been a lot more into sci-fi and fantasy oh, these God. days, I really, so I, like, read a lot of, like, business books early in the year, and then I, like, totally flipped to, like, sci-fi and marriage books towards the end of the year, or, like, the second half, and um, it's funny, I think I was telling you, I was like, you know, Dune, the movie came out this year, and I had made a goal of like reading the book before the movie came out, and I did. And I was kind of ragging on it, like, oh, I was like, all right. But now that I've read a bunch of other sci-fi books, it's one of the better ones, to be honest. Um, so big re- recommendation there. There's another one called Old Man's War that I just finished. is also really cool. Those are the only ones that I'll point out. So, Jeremy, what didn't go well this year?
0: Well, hold on, on your books? Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I read. What's that?
1: Oh, one? you have a list, or you do remember? I don't
0: have a list. I I, I think I read eleven books this year. Cause I have a list of I have a list, but I didn't add them up. But I think it's eleven. Okay. Because yeah. I think my goal was I'll to do ten. Was to do twelve, and I think I was like one. short. I mm. one a month, and I did like one short. Yeah. yeah. But I did read. Um, one of the ones on your list was "It's Good to Be a Man." I read that one, really good. Mm. Uh, I also at the following month. That same, my like, group did, um, yeah what's
1: it called? Oh, is that the book that you went through with Mike in mm-hmm. that group? Yeah. Oh. oh, you didn't read it? Yeah, you
0: weren't even part of that, huh? No. But I told you about
1: it. Yeah, I didn't even remember that that's what it was. Yeah. I just, like, picked it up because I heard good things about it. Yeah,
0: really good. And then next month we did, which I didn't go to that meeting, but I read the book, and it was, man, I keep forgetting the name. It's not called, it's not The Great Awakening, but it's Something Awakening, mm. um, or The Great mm-hmm. Something about a guy that goes on like a hunting trip and gets like destroyed by a bear. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it was really, really good. <laughs> like real life Revenant because movie. It, uh, yeah. Right. Cause it'll be, so like the one chapter will be about like his like childhood and then the next chapter is like them starting like the hunt and mm. then the next chapter is about like his like teen teen years and then the next chapter is about him like mm. seeing the bear, you know, kind of like build mm-hmm. and build and build. So that book was really good. Um, Anyway, I ain't going on, on, but I'll move on to what did not go well. The fun category. <laughs> all right all right so what did not go well um you know what it's kind of funny so the the first two things i I i've been on my list the last two years but uh hobbies and then living intentionally those Mm. two things so you know the last two years i've been i've really wanted to work on like you know i have a lot of hobbies i really enjoy i just don't ever do them and so
1: I think it's time to scratch that one off the list. <laughs> but it's
0: it's not like I'm saying, oh, I need to find a hobby. I have, like, so many things. I know, that, like, I know. It's I just, know. like, making time to, like, do yeah. what I enjoy. I know. So that and then, like, you know, living intentionally, like, you know, just being, like, really mindful with, like, our time and who, who mm-hmm. we want to spend time with and things you want to, like, accomplish and do and what we want to talk about and, like, dwell on all these things. And so those two areas, the last two years, I've just sucked on. So, <clears throat> you know, that's... I don't know, I'm, I'm going to keep that on my goals for 2023, but that's for sure <laughs> not happening. Um, I would say like overall, like living like an organized life, I would say, you know, I just, it's funny because like Connie thinks that we do really, really good like in this way. But I like, when I say organized, I mean like our house is, you know, clean and dialed in and we, you know, we live by a budget and we have a shopping list and we, you know, we just we're mm. organized. We're mm-hmm. like on top of things. And I think that most people probably don't live that way. I think that's mm-hmm. the reality. Um, I like thrive off of like being like locked in, you know. Like when things are like flowing, yeah. I just like I I love it. And um, like right now you're in my living room, and like, you might say this looks clean. I'm curious what you what do you say looking around like?
1: Yeah, it's like a seven out of ten. Yeah, right. There's and a I cup on like, the floor. But I feel a, like it's like a, a two passy. out of ten, right? Like
0: yeah, and yeah, we have a baby now, and there's like things. And so anyway, every like. Yeah, I mean, we didn't live, I guess, to what I was hoping we would have done. Mm-hmm. But I think, th- but I think a lot of it is just the reality of our season of life. So it's like yeah. a weird balance of like, yes, we can, you know, be intentional and improve in a lot of ways, but some some parts of it are just kind of the season of life that we're in. So yeah,
1: I, I would say, <clears throat> in the most loving and honest way possible, lower your standards. Yeah, and then you'll be happy.
0: Yeah, that's what uh, MVM said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to MVM. So, yeah, I think he's probably right. So. Which that means that we're doing good, I would say. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, our home staging business. I don't. I I didn't want to put it under what didn't go well because it went well. I think. So I I set a goal for the year, I revenue goal, and we just, we just didn't we didn't meet it. But mm-hmm. I I think part of it was I think the goal was a little bit too aggressive. So. Yeah, yeah. January of last year. Seven
1: percent of the quota. What was that? I said forty-nine point right. seven percent <laughs> of the.
0: No, a little <laughs> bit better than that, but you know, last year we started out in January with, we did, we had a phenomenal month. We had, we did it really, really well. And so once that started, I, we, we all met and I was like, I think we should try to achieve, you know, X amount. Mm. And so it seemed like, well, cause, cause that was like, if we, you know, if we like even partly maintain this pace, we'll meet that goal. Right. And so um, anyway, we did, we didn't meet the goal. So we, you know, I think we did, we did well. We we grew more than we did last year. We grew by 20%. So yeah. we grew, which yeah. is awesome. But, So anyway, I think this this category could have gone either one, but I put it under what did not go well because that's fine. Dammit, our goal. So yeah, uh, this year you know really want to focus on growing that. So um, that's that. Um, Personally, uh, so budgeting. So we didn't we we've never really budgeted. me and Connie, we we typically we we measure. So what we'll do is it will we vaguely kind of we'll 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 kind of set like rough parameters with what we're okay with spending in certain categories. And then we typically try to review the previous month of what we actually spent. But we're not like you have two hundred bucks a week for spending, and yeah, we're not like right. that. Just that's how we are personally. Um, but this year we just did, and on, just speaking vaguely, we just we made a decent amount of money, and so because of that, I think we got a little bit complacent. We mm. weren't like we weren't as locked in as we should have been. We were pretty just like oh it's, it's fine. Yeah. And so. Like I'm, I'm not like displeased with like our with how we saved and how we like invested, but I would, I you know, I wish we would have been a little bit more, hmm. um, you know, a little bit more like uh, disciplined and I guess saving yeah. and whatnot. So
1: that that one's always, I have a hard time with that one because I totally know exactly how you feel mm-hmm. and what you want and why it's such a good idea, but I think it's so impractical. And and almost unnecessary unless you have a really fixed income that you have to yeah. make go a long way. Yeah. you know what I mean.
0: Well, but it's like okay, if you don't have a fixed income, because we don't, right? Either do you, so it's like if you have really high amounts of earning, like and you're and you're still disciplined, like how what could you accomplish with that extra with that excess, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, man, like. Like I, I distinctly remember telling telling Connie we had um, October is typically our highest earning month of the year. And there was like one like week specifically where we had like a lot of big jobs. Like it was like a really high week. And I remember saying to her like, let's take this money and do like X, Y, and Z with it. And mm. like that didn't happen. And mm-hmm. I remember feeling like frustrated. Um, but not for like any bad reason. I just, I, I wanted to do, to like, you know, be extra like a, over the top, like, you know, making moves with, with that money. And so but it's hard because like you just said, like it's not fully necessary and it's not, you know, so.
1: Yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I don't have like a really strong opinion on this, but some, I think there's some sort of balance or um, like unconventional way of thinking. It's funny. There's this guy I follow and I've talked to a few times on Twitter. Uh, his name was Ryan Culp and he likes to have these kind of like crazy ideas, but he's sort of that type of person where like he thinks so outside the box that, like 80% of what he says is like so outlandish. You're like, Oh my gosh, what are you talking about? But then like 20% of it, you're like, Hmm, actually I think he's right. (laughs) You know, you're like, Oh, and one thing that he said that always stuck with me was, um, he said like basically the, the feast of famine, uh, reality of being like an entrepreneur or someone that doesn't have like a fixed income kind of lends itself to our more like, like natural state of as like being human beings like, Oh, you, you know, if you're going like hunting and you, uh, you hunt a really like big deer, like a, you know, a buck that just has like a ton of meat, like, like feast, you know what I mean? Like enjoy it, make the most out of it, you know, go wild, use all of it. But if you're just, you know, having a hard time, you're going weeks without a big catch or you're catching small things then like, yeah, you have to make it stretch. You have to make it go a long way. And that's part of the psychology of like what motivates us to to hunt, you know, or to go make the money or fill in the blank with like whatever is most applicable to your financial situation. And Because he basically said like, you don't make a lot of money, you don't eat. Make a lot of money, you eat a lot, you get fat. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you you don't have to like monitor it or like like equalize it all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like part of living. It's that unpredictability that mm-hmm. makes it interesting almost. Yeah. I don't know. Just trying to provide another way of thinking.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I think you're right. I think that like my natural tendency is to want to like maximize and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, do the, the best that we can. So I think that we did really well. I just, you know, I'm yeah, high strung. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In that way. There's also a part of it here. Here's something that's been a big unlock for me on a smaller scale is automating the like saving and investing part mm-hmm. where like the first of the month is when it goes out. So like as soon as the paycheck comes in, these things go out and then like the rest is what I have to work with. And then I'm okay. Sometimes like there's excess and I'm like, Oh sweet. Here's like a bunch of money left over that we didn't use. I'm going to go do this with it. But well, then sometimes it does get used where like, Oh, let's go. We're going to do it on a trip or we need yeah, to.
0: Okay. So I mean like, every month we've, I mean, every month we had more than we needed, right? So, we would, you know, we we kind of follow the, the profit first model. So, mm-hmm. like when we, when our money comes in, we put money away, uh, we, we pay ourselves first, then we put money away for taxes, then we pay our bills. That's kind of, I say the order, we, most people pay bills first and then kind of yeah, go from yeah, there. So, yeah. we do, we take our cut first, yeah. we do money for taxes, and then we pay our bills. Mm-hmm. After that, we have money left over. So, every month we do that and we always have enough to like pay all of our stuff plus savings, right? Mm-hmm. So, I just feel like, man, we we could have spent less, could have we could have consumed less, and then saved more, kind of thing, right? That's kind of where I'm going. So maybe
1: for. that just means that you like automatically take more out, mm-hmm. like right as as it comes in, you know, or like there's like an automatic withdrawal, mm-hmm. or like a percentage, or you know, if it's going like straight to personal accounts, like an investment account or a savings account, you just like automatically choose the amount that's going directly there. And then if you have to find money elsewhere because, you know, you're like scraping the bottom of the well for whatever came in that month, Mm -hmm. then you have a good sense of like, all right, this wasn't like a great month. And so we need to make up for it the next month. Or Mm -hmm. if you have a great month, you're like, sweet. We have all this kind of like, you know, cushion to play with. So that the next month we know we can comfortably automatically Mm -hmm. take that out the next time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, on a smaller scale, but like recently I just like, doubled the amounts that are like automatically taken out of you did yeah we're mm-hmm. checking for like investing and savings Gotcha. and then I'm like okay cool like the rest are just feel free to spend mm-hmm. all of it but sometimes we don't most times we don't and mm-hmm. that's okay yeah anyway sorry to like nitpick on all of your <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> all of your things that didn't go well so far I'll stop Well,
0: next one you're gonna love this one uh, <laughs> twitter <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never mind, I retract that. I'm going to I talk know. all about this Come a lot. Come man,
0: hammer me home, dude. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I gave it no effort. I mean, I tweeted like five times, and so, but 2023, new me, new year, new me, baby. I'm in this. So, all
1: right, here's my comment. Yep, you should not do that. I home. know. I'm Forget going to about you. it. I'm completely. gonna do it, man. I'm doing it. Forget about
0: it. Dude, I've already gotten five followers this year so far. Ooh,
1: five. Ooh, shoot. That's big. Exponential growth, bro. Starting from like one.
0: For me? <laughs> no, I got like four something. Okay.
1: Honestly, honestly, okay. Here's this is my new. Let me be clear with you. Okay.
0: I'm not trying to be like you. I'm not trying yeah. to be like. I want to get three thousand followers. I just. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to, just you know, tweet my share my thoughts mm-hmm. and grow a little bit. Okay. So I have four hundred. If I get to a thousand, I'd be happy. Yeah. You know, just like. That's my goal. Anyway,
1: continue. 99% of the people on Twitter are constantly talking about how they want to spend less time on Twitter. So you're doing a great job on that because obviously you're not, if you're not on it, then you're not tweeting. (laughs) I'm just not into it. Yeah. You've already won in that category. The other 1% are better off spending time doing interesting things, building businesses, not trying to grow their Twitter following and then like a couple times a year, or even years later, sharing all those things that they learned. And then they see all the results. Like there's this dude that I follow who is like like a centimillionaire. Like he's worth like a bazillion dollars basically. And he literally didn't have a Twitter account until this year. The past twenty years, he's just been like building businesses, investing, doing all these like crazy stuff. This year he decides, yeah, I'm kind of retired. Like everything's automated, I'm gonna see if I can grow my Twitter account. Talking about all the stuff he's done in the last 20 years, he has like 300,000 followers now. Okay. So like my kind of like strategy now is like, just do more interesting things, be a more interesting person. I'm to very follow. interesting, dude. What do you, you mean? You are. Keep being more interesting.
0: I'm gonna start tweeting about it though. I just <laughs> don't share about it. So if I tweet, I'm gonna get a heck of followers. Dude. Sure,
1: but like there's no rush. That's what I mean. There's no yeah, rush. Yeah, I'm
0: not rushed. Yeah, no. You rush. are though. I'm not. I just want to up my game a little bit. You're, I got like 440 followers. That's so weak, dude. <laughs> I got to get at least a 1,000 on me. You know see,
1: you're, you're antsy to get to the next really small milestone. Don't be antsy. <laughs> hey, it's not Forget small. Forget about it.
0: That's more than double, bro. That's big.
1: Yeah, but it's still a small number. Yeah, yeah. In real. I'm, I'm just saying. Again, another alternative perspective. I know, I'll stop down. I'll stop down. I'll stop down.
0: All right, cool. So, I've also
1: failed my Twitter growth, by the way. I know so. you did. Yeah. So.
0: Came okay, my next one. See what you got here. My RV. Huh? Mm, I got that, Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Get it out of your system. Okay,
0: this is not a failure. Uh, we we we've generated like six grand. We started at like middle of August, and from August to December, we probably made like six grand. So it's not bad. Well, we no. grossed six grand. Um, the problem is it was a ton of work for me, at least, and um, you know, we have a, like a payment on that thing, and you know, it's. it's a lot can go wrong, so mm-hmm. I want to keep trying to rent it, and then I think, but because right now the market for selling is pretty down, so mm-hmm. if we sell it right now, we're going to lose money. So I think we'll hold on to it. We'll keep renting it out, and just see kind of how it goes. So yeah, but I don't regret it. Uh, I did try it. You know, I, again, I go through this trend of like the year starts, I have all these ideas, I get all excited. I'm I'm typically good through like August. Mm. Once September comes, I just start feeling a little bit like. Burnt out. I kind of slowed down. A I little wonder bit. why that is. Well, it's because our main business, the events, gets so busy. Exactly. Yeah, and I get I get stressed out. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of why. Hmm. Anyway, but we if you look on the timeline in August, I I started the RV. <laughs> 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 and then a month later, I was like, uh, oh crap, you know. So makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, um, another thing, that, another thing that did not go well would be date nights. So. We had Jaden last year on uh, December 30th, and I don't think we wanted, like, an actual date with just us until, I think, May or June. Same. So yeah. And then from May through probably September, we probably had, like, two or three dates. So, overall, last year, I think we were probably were, like, alone on a, on a date, like, six times. So. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that did not go well. Um, we just though hired um, like a kind of like part time like nanny like assist- assistant type person who's gonna be watch helping with Jaden um, two days during the week and then Thursday nights for day nights so oh, now I have, like okay. more cons- consistency so nice that should help and then my last thing that did not go well would be real estate so mm. for the first year in the last couple years we did no investments mm. so which is fine I mean I'm, I, we were kind of of the mindset of like. If a deal comes out, we'll do it. If not, we won't. So nothing came about.
1: So but you got like a, like an investment back kind of right. That was this year.
0: What do you mean by back?
1: Like you had made an investment and then you sort of like, it sort of filled yeah, it out. So
0: we did, we did, um, we bought a property with Connie's dad, like just, just like land basically. And so we basically, we did it because he needed like a partner to do it. And so we like basically kind of like not let him money, but we put our money into it as like a 50, mm-hmm. 50 partner we did that for like two years, and um, we've kind of held on to it, and he, I think he's going to sell it, so we're going to mm. get our money back out of that. So.
1: Okay, but that hasn't happened yet. Mm-mm. Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: But that wasn't like good or bad for us. We kind of just like, got our money back. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yeah. And it's not like you um, like
1: did anything yeah. this year. It's just been... No.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. But we still have, we own our home, and yeah. So. Mm-hmm. We did convert. We had a room in our house that we converted to a studio apartment, so that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. So we did that. That is rad. Yeah. Nice. Value right there, so we could easily move out of our house, rent it out, and probably net about two grand a month. Yeah, if we rented everything out. Yeah, for real. The way so that's you pretty it cool. It's exciting. I know. So that's, that's an investment, you know. But definitely, we still live here. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all. We my, could, but we're not. Yeah, my bad category. So you're up, Corey.
1: Not so bad. Not so bad. <clears throat> um, the big thing, it was January of last year when basically. Wait a uh, second,
0: I had like freaking 10 things that went bad you have like five come on cory
1: <laughs> be real i could think about more things I'm just with you. um anyways january of last year minor minor bigger things there's just yeah, less yeah, of them yeah. you know equals out january of last year had a very frank conversation with uh the person a good friend of mine who is a really good developer who had a business already.
0: Oh yeah. That was this year, huh? Yeah. I talked to you off the ledge. I remember that.
1: Yeah. That basically, um, we started figuring out like, Hey, we're not going to build a software company together. And this is the person that I've been like working with for about two years, going through different ideas. And, you know, we had, we're very like committed to each other and like making it work always, you know, trying to meet up together and stay consistent. And, um, basically like I, I put a lot of stake into that partnership and the future that it held with like the things that we would build and basically, you know, always trying to make that happen and it just never did. And so in January of last year, basically kind of like cut ties and said like, Hey, it's just not going to happen. And i got to figure out what to do. So there's definitely like a good two weeks there where I was kind of in an existential crisis. Where I was like, what do I do? Do I go get a normal job again? Which I ended up did later, which is kind of funny. Um, but not really for the same reasons. Do I go out and look for a new co-founder? Do I try to learn to code myself? Like I just, what do I do basically? Um, that, was, that was difficult, not only because it's sort of like starting from ground zero again from, from scratch, but also because what I ended up doing was reaching out to a lot of people and trying to start new co-founder relationships and start kind of test projects with them. Uh, The good news is that one of those relationships was my co-founder, Connor, with SwipeWell, one of our test projects that ended up becoming like a real project in front of us. The bad news is that there was about seven other uh, co-founders in test projects that basically uh, went up in flames or fizzled out (laughs) for one reason or another. And it was a lot of wasted time, you know, like truly of course there's a lot of lessons learned and you know, whatever I can try to like be optimistic about it, but like a lot of wasted time, a lot of, you know, kind of false hope. Um, just a lot of spinning wheels and juggling projects and trying to hold up my end of the bargain of something that just was never going to happen really in the first place. Um, it's not all bad because actually I think a couple of those projects, even though like that person didn't work out, um, which, by the way, like, they never really were, like, they were all, like, amicable splits. It was basically always that person got a job, they started working on something else with someone else, or, like, they weren't that motivated to work on that thing. They just weren't that interested. Um, so, like, it's not like we butted heads or, I don't know, there's some sort of scandal or anything like that. Um, but, where's was I going with that? Yeah, anyways, it was a lot of wasted time. Uh, Oh, the good news is some of those projects still, I think, have promise. I just need to find the right person for those things. And there's kind of some irons in the fire in that area. But, um, man, like that was a lot to go through. (laughs) Like starting out, I think I was telling you and like Nick probably like, you know, I have like eight things in the works right now. I don't know which ones are going to work, but I'm going to have a really like good problem if yeah. even like three or four of them work. Cause then what do I do? And kind of, as I suspected only one really ended up working out. So like the experiment worked, but it was just, I had to fail a lot through that process. Uh, and I took a lot of time I, again, learned a lot through it, but like don't want to go through that again. That was a lot to go through. Um, and,
0: so those are about eight um, projects and only one came about, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I would say two still have some promise, but like are on hiatus, kind of just some purgatory right now. And one being SwipeWell, that's like the good one. That's actually making a lot of progress. Um, another thing was I started writing a book um, on SaaS marketing called Founding Marketing. And I wrote like 80% of like the first rough draft and then stopped <laughs> and I've been stuck for the past like six months since then. Um, so it's fine. Like I'm glad that I got that 80% done. I wanted to have it done by the end of this year and I didn't do that. So I'm just going to call it, you know, something didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Um, another big thing was crypto. Um,
0: yes. Talk to me, Corey. <laughs> what happened, man? Dude.
1: Okay. Honestly, like the good news, the eternal optimus Looks at this, and I try to find the po- find the positive frame. In and four
0: years from now, you'll be up fat.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, like the saving grace is that it could have been a lot worse because okay. I didn't do some things that would have completely screwed me over and screwed my por- portfolio over. Um, but basically, my like crypto portfolio got chopped in about a third.
0: So, what was the peak, and where you're at now?
1: Um, the peak was. Well actually what yeah, did maybe. you put
0: in originally? what did that turn into and what are okay. you at now?
1: Basically like what I put into was about fifteen grand and at its peak it was at about eighty grand and now it's at about I think I checked the other week and it was like twenty two thousand dollars. Um so I'm still up like a little bit overall.
0: And you took nothing out of that, right?
1: No. Okay. Took no profits. <laughs>
0: How do you feel? Well, first of all, what could you have done that you did not do that safety yeah. do kind of thing?
1: I mean, there were a lot of times where I was like, Hmm, should I sell and like get out of this and like take the profits, take the win? No, like it's gonna keep going higher, you know, or like, why is everyone else doing this? Or I remember very specifically, like I knew when the top was. Um, because I started reading things about how like all the biggest investors were selling and they're anticipating this like looming kind of crash and recession starting in q one of twenty twenty two and I was just like, no dude, what are you talking about like interest rates are still so low, and you know the macro environment is still so great, nothing has changed and then um all that changed so like I knew when to sell and I chose not to, so I could have an additional fifty or so grand <laughs> in my bank account, but I don't and that's because, okay, again, a long term view like Really, if everything works out, it shouldn't really make a difference, truly, within, like, 10 years but um, or whenever the next, like, kind of bull run happens. But, uh, yeah, like, it could have been a lot worse because I was thinking about basically rolling in all the, like, money that I had invested so far into, like, different projects that, like, all went to zero. <laughs> all of them. Like... <laughs> The story could have been, I put in 50 grand and at the peak it was 80 and then it all went to zero, yeah. but the story is it went down to 22. So it mm. could be worse. Dang um, that, that's, I mean, honestly, that's the story of like 90% yeah. of people out there. So
0: Hey, me too, man.
1: I know it happens, dude. It's par for the course. I guess this is like our first real run through like a, a real cycle, yeah. you know? So we're learning, we're learning next time. I'm not gonna make the same mistakes. I'm gonna make some uh, actually sell stuff. <laughs> I've still like never sold anything. Such an idiot. Um. Anyways. Doofus. God. Dingus. Dingus. Saying? Total yeah. dingus That's the word. I was like, what's the word? <laughs> dingus. Definitely a dingus. Um. I've only been consistent with my devotions in the past few months. I would say from like September on. And that's a bummer. Should not have been that way. Something I've talked about forever. Blah, blah, blah. blah. I hate talking about it. You uh, suck,
0: but you'll get better.
1: Yes. I'm currently doing a lot better, so I can talk about that. But, yeah, it didn't go very well. Um, two other things that, like, I don't really know how I feel. I feel pretty neutral about it, but um, me and this person who I ended up not building a SaaS business with also tried to buy two SaaS businesses throughout the course mm-hmm. of the year, which both um, failed tremendously.
0: No, that's not true. I mean, they didn't work out, but it was like a huge failure.
1: I mean, no, but both of them, we were like on the cusp of buying them and then they like fell through, which is, it's pretty crazy because honestly, I, I've heard a lot of those types of stories of like, oh yeah, just, you know, the the deal fell through. I'm like, what are you talking about? The deal fell through. Like what, what Mm -hmm. would happen? And yeah, it's like, turns out stuff like, you know, your business partner backs out or the person that you're buying the business from decides to sell to someone else the week yeah. before you wire the money.
0: I remember being <laughs> in Hawaii and outside of a breakfast restaurant and you called me and we talked about, yeah. th- I think it was the first one, but uh-huh. I re- remember that like vividly. I remember where I was walking and talking to you and then <laughs> I was like, like, what like, happened? Oh yeah, I felt through. I was yeah. like, oh, okay.
1: Like, Getting yeah. an email at nine in the morning yeah. that says, I'm sorry. I sold the business to someone else.
0: Yeah. So weird. Stuff
1: like that, you know? Um, The reason why I feel neutral about it is because it would have been kind of chaotic. Uh, It would have been a lot to manage. Like there would definitely be a lot more financial pressure, but ultimately like I am a little bit bummed because I think that both would have been really tremendous deals. Um, So, you know, got some FOMO there, but like I'm, I'm happy also with like where I'm at and how things are going. And so it's not like a, a failure it's just uh yeah those things didn't work out we tried to make them work out so we can't really call it a success either
0: yeah yeah well that's a wrap right for your failures
1: yeah for what didn't go well um (laughs) glad that it's not there aren't very many other items all
0: right so what did i learn so i um i don't have anything that's like super super tangible which i'm not I don't know, I'm kind of actually... You learn nothing? <laughs> well, yeah, so I kind of feel like, am I bummed about this? Because like, mm. I feel like every year I have like at least one thing that's like a tangible, like, I learned this practical thing, you know? Um. So, you know, mine, mine are just kind of like ideas, but one of them is, um, I would say just time management. You know, we... Mm. <clears throat> didn't really hit me until the end of last year, but, you know, we we now own th- we own one business like fully, and we have two other ones that are uh, we have partners on, but... Yeah that's three companies and for all three of them i'm kind of like i'm the main person that like propels those companies and so it's a lot of work and it kind of just it's yeah. it like hit me like wow like this is a lot you know and plus with you know our lifestyle and with having a baby and wanting to grow our family like it's i don't have a ton of time just like freely working like i used to and so mm-hmm. it's a lot like it's a lot to manage so um i've had to really like learn to fully maximize my time when I get to work and how I what I focus on when I get done. So I don't I wouldn't say that I learned. I would say I'm learning like this this category. And mm-hmm. you know time management is always we always talk about this, but that's kind of an ongoing thing. But um, excuse me, definitely been a theme of this last year. So yeah, that's one thing. Another thing that I'm kind of you know again learning. I would say is uh, prioritizing family and um, like I would say that I like definitely like prioritize and want family time but it's one thing to say that then then to actually like show that and do it daily and so you know just again like with a lot of it's like our lifestyle because like being like i work for myself so my time is kind of whatever i want to be and so like if i say that i prioritize my family then that means like the majority of my week should be my family right and Mm -hmm. so like it's a hard thing to like do that but also like get good work done you know Mm -hmm. so I'm learning that one. I, I, I would not say I learned this. I say I, I'm learning this one. Like yeah. It's been an ongoing like topic of conversation with Connie of kind of figuring that out.
1: That that one is hard because, like, 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 to actually prioritize something is to, like, put it before something else yeah, and like in, like, when, a sacrificial way. Well,
0: but most people, like, they have a standardized, like, work schedule. Like, I don't. Like, it's whatever yeah. I want yeah. to be. And so, yeah, if I'm going to prioritize my family, like, it would come before, like, other things, right? And so... That's, that's, it's not that easy for me to do that one. You know, if I had like a normal yeah, right. job, it would be because, like, oh, I have X amount of free hours a week and does all family time. But no, it's like, you know, if, if, it, yeah, it's, that's how it works.
1: But I mean, it's, it's also like, you know, you come to like a fork in the road where it's like, hmm, okay, I could either go home and help Connie with something, or I could, you know, go choose to spend this time in this way with my family, or I could choose to go work on this thing mm-hmm. or answer this phone call or, you know go drive up to this venue or whatever it was like
0: yeah so like okay example. practically like um that's pretty hard so like during the work week like it's pretty safe to say that i would naturally prioritize like working right during like the work week but that's with our family that's not really how it is like yeah. it's you know that, that, that's like a hard dynamic another part of this is like an example of like my life is this last weekend right like we had an event and like this, this is the kind of thing that like Nate would normally handle, but he was on his out of town on vacation. So I was like, kind of the next one to do it. But but it's the event where like based, long story short, like something went wrong cause we had to go fix it. And so it's Saturday at like two thirty, and I'm hanging out with Jay in the backyard and I get a call from like the venue owner or whatever. And it's like, Hey, like, here's what happened. Can you mm-hmm. come fix it? And I'm like, crap. So like I call all the, everyone that I could call of my guys to go do it and no one's available. So then I go to Connie, he, Hey, like I have to go do this. And so like, that's like our type of scenario. Where it's like, mm-hmm. she's, a, you know, she's like, it's well, hard. We're supposed to have people do these things together and blah, blah, blah. And so it's like, it's a lose, lose, I know, but like, it's our business. Like I have to fix this. Right. Yeah. So things yeah. like that, that are hard. Mm-hmm. So, Um, kind of with that, but I put it separately. I would say like overall, like scheduling and prioritizing my time, you know, that's definitely been one thing that um, I'm just working on. And, Especially with so many things going on at one time, having to get those things uh, dialed in and right, um, I have to pause this. Jaden's waking up, so I have to go. Quick pause. Game back to sleep. All good about it, right? And literally on January on January first, literally on the first day of the new year, we oh, were no. we were in a on a la- on a layover in, in an airport, traveling to Idaho, and someone texted me, "Hey, like this business is for sale, whatever." I looked it up. And it's freaking a rental company for sale in like Riverside, but it's a it's a competitor of ours, Uh, but and I know them really well. Shoot. And so now I kinda wanna buy anyway. I emailed her, we'll see what happens. But Okay, okay, okay. Apart from that though, nothing
1: new. Mm -hmm. So I mean it's not technically new. That's what I said
0: That's why I said the Connie. I was like (laughs) it's not new, it's just kinda branching out. Like a new thing would be like a pressure washing company, which is coming Mm. by the way, but you know, down
1: Bro, you better not do that without me.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that'll be our one we do together.
1: Yeah. yeah for sure. I'm a, a 120% serious about
0: that. <laughs> me too, I know. It's, kind of, it's easy to start, dude.
1: I want to be out in the field.
0: Oh, I would love to put you to work. Yeah.
1: All right, doing less.
0: <laughs> doing less. So,
1: <laughs> so not this next All right,
0: man, that's all, that's all mine.
1: Okay. Yeah, I got a couple of bullet points here. Um, I think one of the big things that... Man, it's really weird thinking back. On I'm,
0: I'm on this one too. Count me in. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. on on the last couple of years, because honestly, I feel like I've I've tried. I've tried and failed, but I've tried again, I tried again, I tried again, I try again. I try more, I learn more, but I still feel like I didn't do well, yeah, I know I didn't do a great job and that I'm still learning what it means to be a spiritual leader especially in the context of marriage. It's just really hard. And, um, I think especially certain things about me and my, I wouldn't say my personality, but more just like learned bad habits have held me back in this area, especially that I was like forced to deal with this year. Um, and and it it, it is really hard practically it's just weird thinking back on like yeah like i've been trying and like wanting to learn i've read books and you know listen to stuff but like in practice it's just actually hard to do and you don't really learn it until you do it and are successful at it if that makes sense you know like you can read all the books in the world but like until you actually start implementing it you don't actually learn it um So anyways, yeah, that's been a big, a big theme. Um, another big one, um, kind of related, you know, as part of like these, like not really like a personality trait, but more just like a a learned bad habit is, um, well, the learned bad habit is being a eternal optimist to a fault. I've totally recognized that about myself. I, I sort of thought it was like a you know, like a personality thing. like Well, it's just how the way that I am, I'm just like super optimistic all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Everything's fine. It's okay. Just kind of like always see the the brighter side. You know, glass half full kind of idea. But I realized this year definitely that um, it's okay to be like negative sometimes, and to just like, like yeah, it's not okay. It's not all right. I feel down. To feel angry. To feel frustrated, and especially to like address those issues and communicate the, the emotions inside that are negative and like actually like sit in them and dwell in them. Um, it's part of what makes you a human being and to like, uh, to communicate and show someone, you know, like a vulnerable side of you. But that's just something that's been very, very uncomfortable for a long time that I'm trying to. So I think I've like realized that this year and now I'm trying to actually like do that more, um, And another one related in a very similar vein is I'm super, super conflict avoidant. I've always been this way. You know this about me for sure. And, um, I just have to get over that. It's just a a thing. Sometimes you have to like conflict is a necessary part of life. There's nothing wrong with it inherently. And sometimes you have to create conflict to resolve conflict, you know, like a larger conflict but not addressing a conflict makes the thing that you want to have a conflict about worse essentially. And I've just been like, yeah, you know what? I've got to be more direct. I've got to actually not be afraid to bring stuff up and communicate when things are annoying or like, this has been like a huge, huge flaw of mine for a long time. Um, And definitely like really realize that and internalize that and admit it to that this year for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, the spiritual leadership one, that's, that one's hard for me because, well, I think in general is, um, like it's just not straightforward. I think like, because you can lead spiritually. So for me, like when I think of, okay, how do I lead my wife spiritually? And I think, okay, well I set the example is the first thing, right? So I'm, um, First and foremost, like pursuing God, and it was, okay, in that in that way, like I'm, uh, in, in spending time with God's Word. I'm 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 praying, um, kind of just pray, praying openly. Like I pray, like you know, just like think in general, like I I will pray about things with Connie, and then p- apart from that, like regularly, just like praying with Connie, that's how I lead her in kind of in that way. And then just like decision making, like I I pray about things. I like I'm I'm spiritual, like the way that I go mm. about my life. Like that's how I lead her. But it's not that simple. Like, no. it, it, when you think about it conceptually, it sounds like a pretty simple thing. But, like, the practical day-to-day living of leading your wife spiritually, also, like, personality really comes into play. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you, mm-hmm. um, I think me and you are both more, probably, on like, the more, like, gentle, like, side of things, right? And both of our wives are probably on stronger side. And so, it's, like, how do you, that, that's a more difficult scenario. Yeah. So, yeah. it's not as simple as it is. Anyway, I totally fill you fill on that one. I am... Um, It's a constant thing I'm thinking about, you know,
1: it's easy to be very passive in that area. And it really, I mean, a lot of times requires being like proactive in, yeah, definitely. You know, like going out of your way (laughs) to every time it does like, Oh yeah, pretty much. And it's like, man, like, Takes a lot of work and a lot of like, yeah. Intention. I have this
0: um, reminder on my phone uh, every night at eight thirty. It goes off. Uh, actually, while we're right now it's ten o'clock at night. We're doing this podcast, but mm-hmm. it came off during this podcast. But eight thirty comes off and it says uh, to pray. And so mm-hmm. every night I see that, and it means to pray with Connie. Yeah. And so whenever it's funny, whenever I don't do with her, when I wake up in the morning, one of the first things I see on my phone is the reminder that says pray that I did not do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, ugh, like every day I start my day off like, ugh, yeah, you know, yeah. and like. Kind of funny, like last night I did it. And so this morning I, like, I saw it and I was like, oh, cool. Like I felt good. Like, check it <laughs> off, baby. Right. And so, um, like I, I, that's one thing I set up was like th- that simple reminder because I know that I cannot have the excuse of that, oh, I forgot because yeah. I see it every night, you know, before we go to bed. I, like, I see that come off. Right. And so it's one thing that I've done. But there's like so many things apart from that that are like the real meat of like leading spiritually that, yeah, right. Um, that is just not like, uh, black and waves, like mm-hmm. not easy so
1: mm-hmm. yeah it it's, it sounds easier in theory to sort of like uh, like set the example and like to really like be proactive about like here's what's going on this is where like the Lord's leading us or this is where something that you know like I think that trying to teach us right now and like really like, communicating that all the time mm-hmm. you know Versus just like going through the routine and making sure that you're showing up to places and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. There are like two things that I, that I think I've learned. And one of them is the more that I talk with my close friends about it, it's helpful to me. So when I talk Mm -hmm. about like my struggles with this area and hear them out and vice versa, like that typically helps me. The other thing is that the reality is like, if I am like walking closely with God daily, I'm spending time with, with him I'm in 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 the word, and I'm you know like I feel connected with God. I'm, I'm staying away from sin, like I'm connecting, and I'm um like I'm living life with God. When I'm doing that, the spiritual leadership thing tends to kind of like flow naturally. But I've I've noticed that when I'm not like when I'm not close with God, I'm I'm skipping devotions, like I'm not really like just you know like living with Him daily. I've noticed that the spiritual leadership thing seems super forced and like mm. kind of like artificial mm-hmm. because it's like I'm. It's like I know I need to do it, so I'm kind of just trying to, like, manufacture it. But yeah. when I'm close with God, it kind of, like, seems to flow out of me. Does that makes sense? And so mm-hmm. that's one thing that I've, I've noticed for myself.
1: I concur. Definitely. It's a hard one. Uh, continual learning process, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Is there anything else that we missed or I think forgot?
0: that's it, man. Um, it's, I'm bummed that we got this out late, but we did it. We yeah. did it. That's and so right. Next, I'll uh, probably come hopefully within a week or two. Let's hope uh, 2023 <laughs> mindset, goals, plans, you know. Coming That's right.
1: Up. Let's bring so, that energy into the next one.
0: Basically, we start the year February 1st, my birthday. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's our our fiscal year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're starting that now this yeah, yeah. next year. All right. Sweet. We'll wrap it there. Um, hey, let us know what you want to hear from us about, what you want out of the podcast, so often you want us to publish. Um let us know. DM us on Instagram. You can find us, email us, get a hold of us somehow, anyway. But thanks for listening. As always, uh, leave us a review, give us a rating, whatever podcast player um, that you're in, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share the podcast with a friend. Let us know what you thought. Hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next one.